I think I'm playing chess, I see a king, I'm at his neck. I'm three steps ahead of every move, now that's a check. Yes, they wanna know my secret, it's because I never slept. All my nightmares of me at 40, life's a wreck. See my dad, he and dad. All right, we're here. All the cameras are on? There we go. This is the first time we're doing it with four cameras. We're coming up. Let's go. Moving up. Moving what are, what up. are we, 24, 25 episodes? 25 episodes. 25. We, we got to get a camera on Daniel. That'll be a good one. We can see what he's doing and talk shit to him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Fernando Petty, right here. UVO podcast in our UVO studio, the new UVO studio. We got a white tabletop now. Lighting is on point. Uh, today, we are joined. Well, number one, we're joined with uh, Alan Kantarevich, my co-host, and Bobby and Philly Garcia from The Estate Project. <laughs> you guys weren't expecting that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Do it again. Let me get another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were expecting that. There were people following us in when we were coming in. Oh, yeah, you're right. The, the camera. There we too go. many. Paparazzi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is cool. I'm happy to have you guys because this is like the 20th attempt. Philly always drops his nuts before he comes in. <laughs> Man, listen, I was telling Alan, I just overbooked my day. So yeah. I don't keep a schedule, which is horrible. On my end, and so it, 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 I'm we, no, I don't intentionally dog you out. Don't intentionally drop the nuts. <laughs> we, we booked that like 24 hours before ahead of time. Yeah. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about your house. No, start too. your house. That start too. House. He's like, hey, are you coming? I'm like, man. Oh yeah, listen. I forgot about Alan. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was a real episode. We had to take my daughter. She had strep. No, this is cool. I'm excited about this for two reasons. Number one, you guys are doing amazing. Obviously, crushing it in real estate right now. You guys are fucking killing it on your. Uh, I, I love the vlogs. There's a lot of education there. You guys, yeah. are, you guys are just putting your whole life out there, which is pretty cool. Your whole business. Um, the other one is I tried to do something like this with Philly years ago at the first studio I built. What was right. like seven, eight years ago. Yeah, a long time ago downtown. Yeah, a long time ago. And I'll, t I'll tell you the reason why. It had nothing to do with real estate. Because I think back then you were more focused on your other business, which is the door-to-door -door stuff. All right. It was all direct sales. Yeah, so. all direct sales. But the reason why is because we know a lot of the same people. We go back years and years and years. And I've always known Philly to be a hustler, entrepreneur, grinding, killing it. But he's always hung out with, well, maybe family and friends, people we've known and grown up with who are not doing so well. Yeah. Right. And it never affected Philly. <laughs> He's like the yeah. exception when they say, oh, you hang out with the five people that you hang out with, they're the four people. If they're losers, you'll be the fifth loser. Yeah. Never affects He's Philly. <laughs> He's very unique because he has friends that um, are billionaires. Look, I'm going to get you a little closer to the okay. mic, okay? Okay. That's better? Okay. So he has friends that are billionaires. Yeah. And he has friends that are borrowing money to buy groceries. Yeah. Literally... They're calling at the same time, and, and he doesn't change at all. Yeah, he's completely the same person with the billionaire as he is the guy that needs to get bailed out of jail. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, he can't he's be really influenced. good at that. <laughs> yeah, he can't. Yeah, he can't be influenced. Hey, I love that. This though. is what yeah. I do. When people call me, I literally just put them on the same pair of glasses. <laughs> same pair. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> what are those Gucci's? I mean, oh, those are play bands. What the hell's play band? <laughs> No, but it, let me go back to that because when I originally talked to you, I'm like, bro, I feel like we need some uh, inspirational stories out there from people who grew up around, you know, a rough environment, not maybe not the, the best environment. And, and Philly was one of the people who came up from nothing and really made a difference, you know, in his life and people around him. So I was like, man, I want to get his story out there. 
on the first podcast, I wanted to do it, right? We yeah. never got it done. On this one, I was like, he better show up. 20 times later, he's here. So <laughs> we, got here. we got him here. I'm though. here. Yeah, We're but, but we go back, even me and Bobby, I've known Bobby forever too, and so yeah. I'm like, man, I want to I wanna get these guys' story out there and share, number one, how you got into real estate, um, and then just kind of you guys' whole story, you know, when, when you first came up. So before we start, tell us a little bit about the estate project and what you guys do. So the estate project kind of organically came together. Um, and this will all go through our story, but basically we started doing a flip, our first flip, because we had done so many of our own, like our own personal houses. And so we did it and we just thought, why not? Like, let's just try it. Um, we had a great opportunity and, and we were able to go in there and um, create this transformation of a, of a flip. And so once we did one and we had a really good experience, we're like, well, let's do another one. And so the estate project came, to get, came together where there's lots of parts of the project, but we, bigger picture, we want to be able to educate and explain every lesson that we've learned because we've learned everyone the hard way. Um, and then there's, it, that's the umbrella, and then there's things that fall under the estate project. So the estate project's the umbrella. Um, then I have my, my license, so I'm an agent. So I'm the estate agent on Instagram. Come follow me. <laughs> and then we have a staging. We have um, a lot of subs. So sometimes we'll go into a house and we will, it won't be our project, but we'll maybe do like a consultation and get our subs over there to do some work. Um, and then the next kind of part of this is we want to do a, a, a university or um, provide some education and some information for someone that wants to start flips. So there's a lot that goes into it, but we love the idea of just the estate project because so many things can fall into that. Yeah. 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 And, and you said it earlier, you said, um, you know, you were, we were trying to, how can we, <clears throat> excuse me, how can we inspire some people? And the, the thing for me was obviously I was like, well, we can make a bunch of money on this flip. Yeah. And then Bobby, you know, props to her. She brought me down to level head and was like, look, there has to be a purpose. You know, money is the byproduct to, to your success, but let's do it for a bigger purpose to help someone out. Yeah. And then as we started getting involved in that and really doing it to help people out, like stuff just started falling in, you know, in order and yeah. it's been a lot of work, but helping people to get to that point, um, you know, was, was something like I didn't even understand. Well, that, Bobby had to show it to well, that's me. key. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people get caught up in the money portion. Way right. too many people that happens in the industry of real estate, contractor, et cetera, you name it. Mm -hmm. um, too many people focus on, Hey, how much money can I make? For sure. Yeah. That will only get you so far. I feel like people, you need to focus on the client. Figure yeah. out exactly what they're looking for, what their needs are. How can you help them? Mm -hmm. Because those are the people that are going to refer you to their mom, their dad, their friends, their family, to every single person they know. Yep. Because you actually went above and beyond and took care of them. Yeah. I have a whole perspective on the money thing. It's really easy to get caught up in the money. Um, I look at money as energy and it's whatever you put into it. But I replace that with experience. Um what energy I leave people with, what value I brought to a certain situation. Mm -hmm. In our in our flips, I always go in with an intention. Um, our very first one, I remember thinking, some family is going to bring their newborn baby here or they're going to, like, raise their kids in this house. And I that a lot of thought goes into that because that's important to me that we are able to provide a foundation for um, a family. So, and then as far as the money, it's like, that's that's coming. That's going to come. And yeah. we've had zero dollars in the bank and we've had 
a lot of money in the bank. How much money? Just kidding. A lot. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's, Philly showed me. It's, 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 we're still the same person. Yeah. I mean, we get a, a big fat check with a lot of zeros on it. We go to bed the same every night. We yep. don't feel any different. Um, and really, that there that for us that means that there's no end. It's never going to end. You're not going to. There's not a number. We're not chasing a number. It's really experience, um, a legacy, experiences for other people with, and ourselves. And the biggest thing for me is um, showing. It started kind of with showing my kids. I have three daughters. Um, what's what we're capable of, or what is what can happen? What's possible? So with our first flip, I'm like, well, dad and I are going to work on this project. And, and, you know, it kind of grew into this thing. Um, But I don't, I want them to believe that anything's possible. Whatever they put their mind to, they can create. Um, And now it's kind of even more than that. People that we work with, people that don't know us, people that see what we're doing and are inspired. And I think that's the bigger motivation for me, especially is showing people what's possible. Um, We didn't come from big sum of money and we we have our high school education so we've kind of made a choice to live the best life we can in high school i was a college dropout yeah okay. you, come on. you were a college athlete <laughs> yeah yeah i played college baseball sometimes <laughs> why yeah. do i feel like everybody we get on the podcast is typically a, a high i mean a college dropout college or high school yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no college was good for me um Phil has a the, phd yeah. Get out of here. No. Yeah, oh. Player hitters degree. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> daily. So, um, no, I think, yeah, the college for me was the part, like, was baseball, right? That was my escape goat from, yeah. uh, Fernando said earlier, from, you know, getting out of trouble and, and hanging with the wrong crowds is I played baseball. And that yeah. was kind of my, you keep me on track. But, no, I mean, school is good. Um, I personally don't like school. So, college wasn't for me. I literally went to school to play baseball. And then I realized, I'm like, man, I'm going to make what? If I get drafted and become pro, you got to go through single A, double A, triple A. I'm going to make, what, 1800 bucks a month? Like, what's that going to pay for? That's all you make? Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm five foot nine, man. You know? Oh, shit. There's dudes six three throwing 90, 95 miles an hour. <laughs> and so, for me, it was just a reality check. It's like, a you more. know, um, I, I'm not going to be become a pro baseball player. Um, maybe I could have, but there was just there was better avenues of making money, and then mm-hmm. started surrounding myself with with people and getting into you know the business. I gotta say something about that because when we met at Dunkin' Donuts, remember that? When we met at Dunkin' Donuts outside my podcast oh, studio yeah, years ago, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I was like, bro, I was like, talk to me about no, no. I was just talking to you, and then you said something that I thought was hilarious, <laughs> and I'm gonna say it on here because I don't care. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Billy said this. You got to hang out with white boys. <laughs> he said that. No, but it made, it made sense to me. Not in the, like a racial thing. No. Right. But where we come from, you know, we came from the hood. We came from a lot of people. And in the hood, where we were with, it was mostly gangbangers, Mexicans, you know, the hood. And uh, when he said that, it made a lot of sense because he was, he was doing that. He put himself in a different environment where you were surrounded by door-to-door salespeople who were hustling, right. you know, sure. and stuff. And, and that's what you meant. But but I thought about that, and I was like, you know, he's he's right. And, again, not about the race thing, but but he was right because I, I saw the people he – I know the people he hung out with before, and I met the people he hangs out with now, and I do think they had an impact on you. you no, know? it was, and, and a good impact both ways. I look at it both ways, and, you know, in, in hindsight – you could say, look, you can help change people, you know, in, in just your actions and what yeah. you're doing. And so um, I, I went through my whole life, you know, because I was on both sides of the spectrum was 
playing college baseball. So I hung out with the white boys. Yeah. And then I was on the opposite end of the spectrum. I was hustling. I was out, you know, grinding, trying to make money any way I can, flipping cars, flipping this, flipping that. And, um, yeah, not, not to degrade them. It was like, yo, I learned a lot from both sides. Exactly. Yep. And, and, um, you know, hopefully I've influenced people along the way, which I have. A lot yeah. of people have said, hey, man, you know, you've given us insight. You've given us insight to what, like, there's more opportunity. Exactly. Because it is true. You know, Urban Meyer says it best. You are who you roll with. Yep. And if you're chilling with people who are bums, who aren't making money, you, that's what you're doing. Yeah. If you're, I mean, here, look at, look at what you guys have created. You guys have done, you guys have made some movement over the last two years. Oh, yeah. And think about when you first started, man, you were ugly as hell in that picture. I was fat. Yeah, not just fat. Put that one up in the pocket. No, yeah, but I'll right. be honest. No, yeah, put that right. one up. Both yeah, you guys right. look, look like Cheech and Chong with the new <laughs> messed up version. But no, I'm just saying you guys have created a culture and something yep. that you've guys done over the last two years where, I mean, look where you're sitting now. You yep. know, you're, you're, you're leading by, by example. And so look at where you started and where you've become, you know, and how far you've come and bringing a lot of people around with you. And yep. so I looked at, I'm just, it's the same way, you know, as I start to get in bigger developments, bigger business opportunities, like I'm, I'm trying to, to reach to the top with big dudes. Yeah. I'm trying to pick their brain, but no matter how much, you know, I surround myself with those dudes. Like I don't degrade anyone else, yeah. whether they don't have money or they're, they're stuck in the hood or yep. they're in their poverty. Dude, I'm trying to do the same opportunity. And I have people work with me all the time, trying to give them, you know, endless opportunity. Like, Hey, let me inspire you. Let me teach you how to make money. Let yeah. me show you easy ways of making money. Cause as, as fast as I want to make a hundred million dollar deal, dude, I like making a hundred dollar deal too. Yep. It's that satisfaction. Oh yeah. I got a story about that. Hold on. This yeah. is fucking hilarious. <laughs> This is hilarious, and you're right about that, and, right. I, and, and I'm going to reaffirm that right now because we were doing that flip over there in Sugar House, and we're like, what do we do with these ugly-ass doors? Now, wait, wait, hold on. This fucking guy, <laughs> right? What do you do, what do, you do with these ugly-ass doors? Put on you and I threw it in, in the dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. Philly goes and puts him on KSL, takes him out of the dumpster. What'd you make on those doors? I sold for 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> the dude, it was so a good looking door. I was excited. Yeah. They were nice doors. Dude, I they were good looking doors. Yeah. They were I, in the I trash. Just, at that time, I didn't want to deal with it. We had way too much. We yeah. began building the team and everything. This is what, just about, about a year yeah. ago. Yeah, no, we, yeah. We, were, we were hopping in that dumpster too. I think all night we couldn't find a door frame to max that door frame. Oh, that yeah, was destroyed. we were there. And I go over there and we're like pulling pieces out of the dumpster and, and gluing them together and putting screws and putting mud and yeah, we yeah. end up like rebuilding this whole door frame out of like that was our hundred year old door like our pieces of wood yeah 1923 so yeah, yeah. hundred year old hole yeah. yeah that was our first time doing a flip together yeah, and your last yeah, and and definitely the last probably. one you know I, I, <laughs> no, I'm sure. good at selling them when yeah. it comes down to I'll find them all day long but that's not my area of expertise yeah. you know what I mean like that's no, for sure. You do, right? You know, I bought so, my home right now, like in a sugar house, and I called you. I'm like, hey, Philly, I need help. No, and I think, doctors, et cetera. And then here's, here's where it comes down to is I surround myself with the people who are doing that. Mm -hmm. I, we knew nothing about flipping. So we, we, like I was, this is the truth, and I learned a lot. I was picking dudes up from Home Depot. And <laughs> I, I picked this too. dude up. Yeah. I picked the dude up. He worked for, for us for a long time. Mm -hmm. And... That dude, and again, this is goes back to not judging anyone, whether you're a bum, you're homeless, you don't have any money, or you're a multimillionaire, or this big contractor, is I treated the dude with the same respect. This guy taught me a lot about, about flipping homes. And, um, you know, and so, you know, this guy, I was thankful for him because 
I didn't know anything. I was just literally, you know, brand new. We knew how to paint, hang, do this, this, that. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, we started somewhere, but we learned a lot in the first two or three houses that we did. And just like anyone else, a lot of people say, well, what are you doing? How are you doing it? It's more than money. Yeah. Everyone has money. Everyone has twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 to invest. As you guys know, it's a lot, it's way more difficult than putting up money to do a flip. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be involved and make the money, you've got to learn the steps and you got to oh. learn the contacts. And you have to have three dudes for every, or three contacts for every contractor. Because yeah, you you're going to have plumbers who don't show up, you know, electricians, everything. And, um, and I think building those relationships over that, those last three years have helped us get to where we're at. So, yes, I'm currently doing that. Um, I've had opportunities to actually be, in, you know, part of some big developments um, by, you know, hustling and getting connected with people. And, you know, again, thankfully I have Bobby because Bobby kind of is the glue between everything. Yes, she kind is. Of level uh, yeah, that, that's how we got you in the podcast today. I hit up Bobby. And sure. said, hey, yep. no, please she made it happen. Make his ass come today. <laughs> <laughs> make uh, him come by the way, today. talking about big developments too. I don't know if it, Kyle Zach has reached out to you yet. He has, they have a damn, like a really, really good development going on on, on Chicago street. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know about that. When I was talking to dude two days, no, yesterday, Okay. That actually bought those other three lots. And yeah. I know your buddy has the one, right? He's got like, like got six nine. of them now. Oh, oh wow. He got yeah. he has most so, of them. So connect, connect with him. So their partnership, I met the other half of it, the dude who's the big developer. Yep. So I met him. Um and how I met him was just being nosy. <laughs> so that's that what works. I call it. People always that ask, works. how do you get the deals? Everyone's always asking us, how are you guys getting all these deals? We want off market deals. Yep. And when I'm like, dude, I call it being nosy. That's it. Talk to people. Mm -hmm. Hustling. Yeah, that's where it's at. Which eventually is you create relationships with these people. It starts with you want like asking questions and wanting to know. And then the next thing you know, they're calling us for their other house or their Phil's their best friend. And they're talking about random stuff that it has nothing to do with real estate. But he just goes and makes friends and he does not care. He'll walk into someone's backyard. He'll go into their Front yard, like he'll just knock on the door and people just want to be his friend. It's the, it's the whole door to door stuff. It is. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I feel yeah, like the one, the one thing about Philly, I feel like he's very likable. That was oh, the yeah. one thing because I, I met you uh, back at the Browning flip about a yeah, year yeah. ago. And for whatever reason, I'm like, I like them. You know, yeah. there, there's certain people there that you meet. I mean, there are certain people that you meet, you're like, oh, man, I couldn't really stand being around them for whatever the reason may be. You know, the energy might have been off or whatever, whatever the reason may be. <clears throat> but I feel like with Philly, with you as well, I feel like we, we just kind of clicked. We hit it yeah, off. Yeah, I'm like, sure. It, I felt welcomed and vice versa too. It, it felt good. Yeah. Like the energy was on point. He has the best energy and he, I work really, really hard to have good energy, like a daily routine where he just wakes up and he's like, the flip is switched and he is like that way all day long, super even kill, not too high, not too low, but always yeah. just really super good energy. And it works for him. I think his ADD is a little has something to do with it too, because he no, gets a lot that's done. A, that's a superpower. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is a superpower. It really is. I I can recall twelve years ago we were in your living room, and uh, I was watching you. We were, we're watching a football game or something, and you were in the kitchen. I think with the kids, and Philly was on the couch on the phone, talking to somebody at the same time, texting at the same time, watching the game at the same time, talking to me and talking to you. And I look at you and I said, "How the hell do you put up with this guy?" Oh, oh yeah. And you're like, that's it takes a lot, a lot to get you know to get true, used to this guy. <laughs> but I'm like, it's that ADD. He can talk to five different people at the same time. You it know? works for him. He's yeah, found a works. way to make it work for him. <clears throat> um, I think a lot of people sometimes could use that as a crutch. Like, oh, I can't, I can't focus or whatever it is. And he just his. I mean, it works for him. I would be 
like I don't know Phil any other way besides having 100 things happening at one time oh man and he's lucky because I know how to handle that I don't know if anyone else could but I already know what he's doing before he's even doing it if he tells me he's on his way home I know it's going to be about an hour and a half because he got stuck (laughs) talking to someone but it's it's fine and it works it works for us yeah, no, it works. So, Bobby, tell me how you got into real estate. Was it was it just because you guys were tired of paying all the commissions when you guys were flipping the properties? Was, was that one of the main uh, motivators? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So I knew that I wanted to do something. I've always kind of had some kind of hustle or something that I was doing, not like Phil, but just like selling stuff online and yeah. just doing whatever I could to contribute and stay busy because we like to be busy. Um, so before real estate, just I was a mom running my kids around and then doing stuff here and there with online or friends or whatever. Um, and then we did our flip. We did a couple. We probably did like five or six. Right. And then uh, my youngest was starting kindergarten and I, I knew that I wanted to have something. I wanted to be involved and have some kind of career. Um, and so I thought, well, I'll just get my license and then I can, we can save on commissions and I can like find the deals and sell our houses and stuff. And once I decided, like, I'm going to get my license, I don't know how long it took you guys, but I knocked it out in, what, three weeks? Three yeah. weeks, start to finish. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to yeah. do it. Like She I, was like you. She was at it like a crack addict yep. on this. I locked yep. the door. I'm like, don't bug me. Yep, I got to get this handled. Yep. Um, And then really, it kind of all just evolved. Turns out I really, really like it. I love helping people. Um, I love homes and design and all of that, so... It's if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it because I don't do anything that I don't enjoy. It's just that's my thing. Period. Right. Yeah. She's very dialed. She will not do it. Oh, I know. She don't care about money. She has to have a passion and she's very, very like she's 100 percent, you know, to what she does. She yeah. gives 100 percent effort. Yeah. And it, like this sounds horrible because I know there's agents that are trying so hard, like prospecting, working, calling people like really just want to be busy um, and I'm very picky with my clients because I feel like that energy has to be there. I, I can't go home at the end of the day and be exhausted because someone took all my energy. Yep. I want to give my energy, but I also want to get it back from other people. Um, so I'm very picky of who I work with and it, it all works out the way it's supposed to. I attract my clients. I've never cold called. I've never door knocked except for with this guy I'm just <laughs> waiting in the car while he's being nosy. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's super fun. I love the staging part. Um, I love the design. I love to like create something with, mm-hmm. I love to see something and have a vision and then make it reality. Um, so yeah, real estate's been super interesting. And I didn't think once I started that I would care about the numbers, but it turns out I'm pretty competitive and really just within myself. But I that's kind of a push for me. And that's something new. I, I didn't know that I even cared about. So I've also evolved and grown within myself. So I, until I like don't love it, I'll probably just do it forever. Yeah. Well, as many years as I've done the, the work in direct sales and working for Vivint, um, <laughs> I told, she, she would always say, you're so competitive. Everything's this, everything's that. And when she got into real estate and you can actually see your leaderboard and you can track and drive that. Mm-hmm. Then she actually be mm-hmm. seen. She's like, I understand why you get competitive because if you don't have any competition in, in instilled into you, if you don't have any competitiveness, there's no you're, there's no drive for you to keep trying to achieve higher goals. Yeah. And so I was telling like, competition's good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's honestly, good. like we we have a whiteboard here at the office with every agent up there and the amount of deals that they've done for the quarter, 
and and to a, a year to date as well. So that way they can look at each other and go, hey, I want to beat him or I want to beat her. And it's not like all about, hey, I just want to win, 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 win. Yeah. No, it's about how much can I push myself? Mm-hmm. What are exactly. they What are they doing differently that's getting them, you know, three, then four transactions a month and then yeah. five transactions a month. What are they doing differently versus the person who's getting maybe one or two a month? You know, too many people get caught up in, hey, if I just do one a month, I'm good. That's not a whole lot. You know, no. people can do that in like a month or two all day long. Yeah. So I feel like competition is good. Competition breeds success, baby. I mean, that's the one thing we learn in door-to-door. Like, there's a reason why those are the dogs of the dogs is you're around some dogs, and that's it. Well, if it forces you to level up. 100%. You know, and going back to it, like... whether you're No, whether you're not competitive or not, like, I'm telling you right now, the the sheep will get weeded Uh out quick. People are like, well, that's not me. Well, it's not you. Bag it up. Go sell... Get out of here. Go work at McDonald's. Actually, McDonald's, they pay good. (laughs) So... You know what I mean? And that's what I tell Bobby. And everyone's like, well, why don't you get your real estate license? Bobby's been harassing me to get it. I'm like, no, I don't want to play on that field because I know what, what, what I can bring to the table. And for me, I'm like, I, I just don't want to get – I like what we're doing. Yeah, It's pretty balanced out because if I get involved, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to be say, like you up 24 hours. Yeah, I will say out. it's so funny because I'll, I'll, I'll take a phone call. And we'll be in the car together and I'll, you know, be having this conversation. 99% of the time I'll hang up and he'll say, you handled that way differently than I would have. You're, he's like, you're so different than me. And it's not one's better than the other, yeah. but it's just really funny to like, I'm just being true to myself and handling a situation like I would. And then he'll kind of give me his input and I'll be like, yeah, I should have like said that. Or I even think about that. So it, it, we are a good team and it works really well. Um, it's just we're so different, so I think it's actually like... That's the perfect, the yin and the yang. Bal- yeah, totally. And you guys know more than anyone, real estate is a genuine relationship with people. Yeah. You know, um, people are chasing the dollars out there and all the, the glam and everything, yep. but unfortunately it doesn't work out that way. You just have to be level-headed with yourself and say, hey, at the end of the day, what are my goals? You know, because again, the byproduct is the money, but you guys are creating an environment for some long-term successful people and it's a lot of work and so again i i commend you guys in real estate because it's a tough job yeah. <laughs> well the one yeah, thing i feel insane. like in real estate you're you know you work with so many different people and every transaction is is different it's unique in its own way and that's why when it comes down to you know how you handle a transaction i mean how you handle that phone call versus how you would handle sure. it yeah completely different because you've dealt with maybe a similar case, you know, like that. So you knew how to go about it. Right. It's the same approach is if, if you're calling a lead, you know how to give them a call and how to overcome that ob- ob- objective. Yeah. And I think everyone is different as far as, you feels really good about getting a feel for like how to interact with different people in different mm-hmm. ways. Um, I'm, I pick up on energy. And so I feel like I just handle things as far as I could see the best outcome. Um, and that's been... I didn't even know I had this like thing that I do until I really started real estate. And I, it makes you like stop and like think almost three steps ahead. Okay. So we're having this conversation now, but where do we want to be tomorrow or next week? I want to have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And second part of that is, um, dealing with agents on the other side. So I'm a listing, you're a buyer or whatever it is, but that relationship is crucial yep. because that can make or break anything. We are, we have the same goal at the end of the day, but I've dealt with some amazing agents that I'm just like, 
this is how it should be every time. This is so amazing. And then I've dealt some with some agents where I'm like sick to my stomach when yep. my phone rings, you know? Yeah. We all have. We yeah. all have. So it's so interesting. And, and I've just learned a lot about myself and it feels so good every time I have an issue. I don't have like, I feel like it's 50-50. It's good. 50-50 bad. Always 50-50. But he's always telling me exactly what the podcasts say, what the books say. Like, he is like a walking, like, motivational person. And it's been so awesome to have that support. Thanks. Hey, is it hard working with each other? No. Um, so, actually, a lot of people ask us. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, I'm, yeah. I'm really interested. Well, it's not because, that. one, I've, you know, we've known each other yeah. since we were in diapers. Pretty much. But no, it, I think you, that's the thing is we complement each other, right? So the things that I want to do, if it doesn't complement what, what we're doing, yeah. then, um, then we don't do it. So, uh, now that doesn't, that doesn't say we don't have, you know, disagreements as far as I want to buy everything. If I find a deal, I want to make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And Bobby's more calculated risk for me. I'm like, no, let's do it. There's no risk. It's let's do it. So um, I act off impulse, so I don't think it's hard working together. I think it's been great. I think that our first flip that we did, um, we did everything. We were cutting tile. We were like, I walked in one day, Phil was covered in soot. I, did, I thought he was one of the Home Depot guys. Like, <laughs> like we did everything in oh, that man. first one. Um, and I really enjoyed creating something together and working on a project together because he did um, summer sales before that. So he was gone every summer for four to four months, four to five months, 13 years, um, 13 summers. And so I got really good at, at being Bobby. And then when Phil was home, it was Bobby and Phil. So for us to be working on this project together and, and again, the intention was not just to make money. The intent, we had a really strong intention with that project. I walked away thinking our relationship really needed that. Like we really needed to like physically create something together and have those conversations and see that, come together and, and do something for someone else. Um, so I love that part about working with Phil. There are days where sometimes I just, I gotta just, I gotta go Phil. Like I, you figure it out. Um, and he, does, it, it always works out. It's fine. Yeah. And then there's some days where I don't know, it's up and down, but I really think that we are, we do a really good job at not taking anything to like a personal, like serious level. We know it's just kind of work. And, and sometimes we have to like leave that away and, go to Cabo <laughs> and just like really let work go. But it's worked out so far and it's been so fun. I mean, we, we have a ton of fun and that's why we brought the um, vlog in because yeah. I think people are really interested. How does that work? And mm -hmm. what's that relationship like? And yeah, you watch HGTV, half those people are divorced. Yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. Or they're just actors. Yeah. Or they're yeah. actors, yeah. but no, this is real life. There's yeah. no in between. This is it. Yeah. It's the same thing with podcasts too. I feel like so many you go on to, they're scripted. Yeah. People yeah. are reading off of the you know prompter or whatever it might be. They're like, hey, are you gonna have an actual genuine conversation? Yeah. That's why yeah. I love the fact that everything we do is raw. Like there's no, you know, there's no ed no edit here. Like yeah. if you say anything, if you fuck up on something, yeah. Oh, it's there on camera. Well, and I think people want that. <laughs> I think people want I'd that. I'd be in trouble, boy. Really? Yeah. I would be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he he would be canceled. My kids <laughs> trust are already me, telling trust every me, day. I had the same problem, but I gotta really <laughs> tell oh, yeah. But what's what's funny <laughs> is um you don't realize the impact that you really have on people or the influence yeah. until someone comes up to you and you're like, you know, and you're like, yep. wow, that's cool. Yeah. Something is cool. Yeah. We, uh, we, we get that a lot over here. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. and, and messages we'll get and, and the part, the podcast on YouTube is not that big, 
couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, a couple thousand there. Like it's not, yeah. not huge, but um, we, we get a lot of downloads on like iTunes and Spotify and stuff like That's that. Cool. Which is cool. But we get people that hit us up. I get emails like every day from people who are telling me their story who want to be in the podcast. And unfortunately, we only do in-person interviews. We don't do uh, like Zoom yeah, calls so, or anything. No, no, no. Oh, man, you got to fly out here, bro. That's, yeah, that's what real. I tell them. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> like, I have some pretty good, good side, you know, people who have like good followers and good businesses that have good stories. But, you know, it's this is just a, a standard that I set and I'm not going to compromise. And so if they want to be on it, they got to come over here. And it's, it's good uh, It's good uh, content for them, too. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we, we, we provide really good uh footage and clips and you guys will get that you know what yeah. i mean um but that's just something that i won't compromise but they tell me oh my you know you talked about this or you had a guest talked about that or they'll reach out to our guests and and our guests will hit us up and be like dude this guy hit me up from here and they're like they got inspired by my story yeah, or they want me cool. to help them or something so yeah, don't call me i'm not a contractor <clears throat> yeah <laughs> i don't do contracts <laughs> <or> work yeah. <laughs> yeah no no but but uh I really like that you guys are doing this, the, 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 the company together, you know, yeah. um, we got to work with you guys firsthand when you helped us with the flip, you know, the contracting stuff. And then also with the staging stuff and, and, uh, you guys did such an amazing job. Like I didn't think that house was going to sell without the staging yeah. because I couldn't see people living in a little two bedroom house. You I know. know. And then you put that stuff in there and I'm like, Oh damn, this is a nice Ooh, house. Yeah. Like, yeah. Changes. Yeah. Yeah. It I changed know. everything. So, I mean, so, uh, what has what kind of impact has it had on your business? Because you started real estate co like a couple years ago, about mm -hmm, two years ago, mm -hmm. and you're you're a top producing agent, mm -hmm. and you do really well. And so, adding the staging services to your uh, uh, listings has has it helped that much? Oh, I think one hundred percent. I so I also stage for other realtors when we have a warehouse and I have about six houses worth of inventory. So when I don't have a listing. Um, I love staging for other realtors. There's, I mean, there's a fee, but it allows me to to level up their listing and elevate what they're doing. Um, but we've done some where that's been on the market. In fact, I'm doing one tonight where it's been on the market for about 30 days. And I told the agent, I said, okay, when this thing goes under contract in the next seven days, you're buying Ruth Chris. Like, you're paying me too, but I like kind of have a bet with him because it just changes when someone goes into a house that's vacant. They, they can't visualize. They can't see it. It, it, it feels different. It feels like I couldn't, I can't live here. I couldn't see myself living here. Yeah. And then you go in and you have a dining table that's all set. And you all, all of a sudden you see yourself there on a Saturday morning having coffee. Mm -hmm. um, you see a, a, a nice living room set and you're like, oh, we can watch the game here or whatever it is. My kids can play in that room. Um, and so it changes something in your brain when you go into a house that's staged. It's just, it just does. We've done, we had one house, that one that we're like, we don't need to stage it. The market's hot. We'll sell it really quick. And that was the Rose Park house. Yeah. Uh, and it was dungeon. We uh, had, it's a great house. We had a ton of like traffic. People well, hold on. Out. This is also when you didn't get a, an offer in the first 24 hours. Yeah. You thought the world was going like, to end. What the hell's going we're on? We're like, yeah. whoa, dude, this house ain't going to sell. <laughs> yeah. So we waited four or five days. And I'm like, dude, we have to stage this house. Yeah. So we stage it. A week we later, it. boom. I think it Multiple was like three offers. days. We staged it on a Thursday. We we were under contract by Monday. Yeah. Um, and multiple offers, higher. I mean, it, it, you know, the whole deal. But I think that there's a, that something that happens in your brain when you can actually visualize yourself there. And I love creating that. Uh, my 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 personal house doesn't look like these houses that are staged because they're staged in a way where you may not live that way. Like you're not going to have your dining room set perfectly every single day. That's just not going to happen. Well, actually... Well, you do. 
This guy's house. This guy's house is like, uh, and he's having a kid right now. And I'm like, dude, he's he's going all out on the new furniture in the house. And I'm like, this is not furniture for a kid. Well, yeah. all right, I'm not going to say anything. No hard corners, <laughs> no, I soft love it. everything. Yeah. No hard corners, for sure, I got that. Yeah. But still, you know, I want it to look good. Yeah, you want to look no, good. No, but you got a high standard. I mean, here's here. a good example, though. We just sold a house a couple weeks ago. And the finished work, we didn't do the finished work on it, the remodel. But we bought it. And I'm like, the only way someone buys this house is if it's staged. And the agent who bought it loved it. Like, he's, he's like, oh, man, this is great. They can see themselves here. Yeah. Well, and, I, go ahead. No, and just looking at that, it's because you staged the house. Yeah. No, staging, yeah. like, er, early on in my career, like, you know, I didn't, I, I was never really told that staging goes a long way. It was mm -hmm. more like, eh, the home will sell. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That was kind of my view on it. But as time went on, I'm like, there's definitely a lot of value in there, especially when I began working with quite a few investors and flippers, et cetera, mm -hmm. where it's like their standard was we're going to remodel it, but then we're going to stage it. And every single time that we do stage it, we will sell that home Quick. like that. Yeah. Typically for a lot more money as well. Yeah. And, and I feel like there's multiple, you know, factors, you know, for, for that reason. <clears throat> but I feel like one of the ones is if you're a buyer and you walk into a home, you can't really... You're focused on, okay, will my will my table fit there? Will my couch fit there? Where yeah. am I going to put the TV? Therefore, you have all these distractions to the point where you're not actually paying attention to the actual home, the layout, et cetera. Exactly. You got to be able to have that vision. Right. Not everybody does. Like, for example, the home that, you know, we picked up in Sugar House, it was a shithole, to be honest with you, right? It was completely outdated. It wasn't a shithole. Well. It, that yeah. was a really nice house, but the layout was funky because when you opened up, you're you right. had a vision. Okay. And your vision was something that, that you saw, and at the end of the day, you look at it now, and I'm going to tell you this right now, that was a home run either yeah. way, whether it had a blind corner or not. But, yeah, now look at it now, you're like, wow, who the hell designed this before? Because yep. now it's unreal. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, it looks so much bigger. Like, you know, yes. for, for example, that kitchen, remember that? Yes. Like how tiny that looked? Just by removing that one wall right there, Yeah. which didn't really cost a whole lot of money to remove that wall. We, yeah. we tore that out in like two days, I think it was. And yeah, I with your parents. They're, they don't play. Oh, they don't play. You know, my <laughs> hey, mom and dad. His mom and dad, no joke. Dude, they're, 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 they're probably over there right now. Probably. They, they were there yesterday, too. You know, they, we, they just came back from uh, Cancun. Well, we all just came back oh, from yeah, a wedding. My, my brother got married. And uh, they was like, yeah, tomorrow I'll be there working on the house. And I'm like, thanks, mom and dad. I, like, love, I it's, love them. It's a vision, right? Yep. You walk into a house. Same thing like when we do a flip, we already know what the vision is going to be. We've done it, we see it, and then we go and execute it. Yeah. And and so that's the same thing with staging. People can't see themselves living there. Mm -hmm. Vision is ex extremely <laughs> important with anything, whether it's a home or even a company as well. Like when yeah. it comes down to UVO, for example, we had a vision, you know, what, a year and a half, two years ago. Like mm -hmm. we already seen the whole thing play out. We're like, okay, cool. And now the next steps to make that happen. Like you got to have that vision. Yeah. I will. I believe in this 100. <laughs> Daniel, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Stay alert with that camera, yeah. Hey, <laughs> leave my man alone, man. He was up Daniel. watching the jazz game. We're boring, Daniel. Uh, how's the battery on that one? Just curious. Well, actually, I'm sure Daniel is probably exhausted too. We gotta get a camera on Daniel. He, he does a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah, this kid is a freaking boy genius. <clears throat> on top of that, we had a re rehearsal for his wedding yesterday, and then Aww. he's getting married tomorrow as well. Oh, let's go! Yay. And he's still here grinding. Are you guys gonna be the videographers for his? We're actually gonna be okay. in the. In the line. In the line. That's so cool. Take your vlog video so you can record it all. Hey, we yeah. should. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we'll see what happens. No, I think he has a videographer. But yeah, he's getting married tomorrow. So that'd be pretty cool. cool. Congrats, That's man. Awesome. Yeah. 
Huge congrats. That's congrats, you just lost half your money. Yeah. No, that's the best thing you ever did. And you I, know it. I didn't say it wasn't. I said, congrats, you lost half your money. Fernando's next, right? He invested it. He invested it. I'm, I'm set. What, what are you guys, 20 plus years? Let's see, 95? So what year is it? We didn't get married in 95. No, we got married we in like 2003. Four. We're going on 18 years. Yeah. 18, so we're at July 3rd. July 3rd, Bruno we're Mars, baby. 17 years, August 11th. We've been together since 95. 96. Long time. Dang. You wasn't even born, Alan. No, actually, <laughs> actually, I came to the U.S. in 1996. 96? 96. I yeah. could imagine he was a little kid. I was six years old. <laughs> he was all he was all head. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big head. Yeah. I had a big head, I'm not going to lie. That's the best. No, that's good. But, so, but talk to me about your journey from where you came from. You guys grew up together. You know, where you Pretty guys much. came from. I got a... a brief history on uh philly's childhood from somebody we were trying to buy a house from <laughs> oh <laughs> oh man i heard that story that, that wasn't yeah that wasn't my childhood that was, that was my adolescence <laughs> yeah speaking oh, of that we need to man. lock that down oh, well, this goes back to you oh, know you're hanging out with the, with the right it's not the market people. right dude i'm done with that lady give me her number i want to yeah right so <laughs> yeah no so i mean here's the thing and again, we could be here all day. We, this would be a six-day, seven-day, 30-day, you know, podcast. But I think in, in relevance to, to business, it started at an early age, meaning, you know, um, I, was, I was raised with my grandparents, which was good. They, they took good care of me. But I think, you know, my, my mom and dad were still there. It was, more, it was more they were young as well. My dad's super young. And um, I, think, I think that... I, I started seeing stuff when at an early age and knew that, hey, I wanted more for my family or myself. You know what I mean? Um, and so how am I going to get there? And so baseball was my first, you know, love mm -hmm. for, you know, getting out of trouble. And that's how I stayed out of trouble was playing baseball. And then obviously having, you know, having Bobby and being married to Bobby, she, she was like the grounded I needed to be. She was like, hey, the enforcer. She basically guided me through it and – you know, when you're young, you don't care. You just want to, you want to, you, you don't take people's advice. You want to learn the hard way. Yeah. And so I had us, I mean, we've always been in business. I've always sold cars, flipped cars, done this, whatever, anything to make money. I was selling candy at 12 years old, like out of a van, you know, Malika Mohammed, pick up all these junior high kids, take us up to the East side and sell these 50 cent candies for two bucks or five bucks and give us $30 at the end of the night. So um, I think that's where it started is like I started having a, you know, this business sense of like, yeah, I want money and I want to have stuff and I don't want to ever have to ask anyone for anything. And then as you start to get older, you start to see that there's opportunity, you know, working the 95 to five is great. I don't knock anyone for working the 95, but I was trying to get there quicker. And in order to get there quicker, I had to, you know, I had to connect the dots quicker, you know, in business. And so it started with, you know, that journey and then playing into, you know, getting into the door to door industry, which I'm thankful for. I so, feel like you skipped a huge part. No, I did. Okay. I'm just talking okay. like just, you know, that's how it started. Yeah. So if we want to dive into it, it's again, we can, but I think, you know, that's where it started is being at an early age. Like, Hey, I see my grandparents go through it, mm -hmm. pay for school for me. You know, I got kicked out of every school when I was younger. I feel bad because now I look back, I'm like, man, Dude, private school was expensive. And my grandparents didn't make a lot of money. You know what I mean? They were 
my grandparents. Yeah. So, um, where would you go? Like the Catholic private schools? Yeah, I went to every yeah. Catholic school in Utah. Yeah. St. Anne's got kicked out of there. St. Francis got kicked <laughs> out of there. Our Lady of Lords got kicked out of there. West got kicked out of there. Horizontal they got kicked out of there. That's Wait, how do you get kicked out of Horizonte? Typically, when people get kicked out, they go to Horizonte. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I got <laughs> kicked out of. <laughs> that's that what happens, happened. man. I got <laughs> locked up as a team. Got locked up as a team, man. So I was in trouble. So yeah. that's basically how I got kicked out. <laughs> got in a fight in the school. S- selling candies. Pretty much what happened to me too. Selling I got, I got one fight. They kicked me out. I'm yeah. like, really? They're like, you had a little Bosnian guy. He's coming from the country. Get him out. <laughs> get him out. He's here. fighting. <laughs> that's funny. So I mean, um, so when you ask how it started, or I guess you know what what questions you would would you have? What, what do you want us to? I mean, into? I mean, no, I mean, I think that's important because you know I have a lot of people that I know who's still kind of stuck in that lifestyle. Uh, I have a really good friend who, I mean, we go back to eight, nine years old when I first came here from Vegas, you know, and uh, we go way back and the dude's always in and out of jail. And I just started seeing him again on Facebook and I'm just like, man, I really love this guy because I know him, you know, I, right. I know him, but he just makes stupid fucking decisions like we're kids again, you know what I mean? And, 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 and I have, I know a lot of people like that. I'm sure you do too. And I'm just like, man, I, I wish there was a way to reach somebody like that where it would click. You know what I mean? I don't For know sure. if it's like uh, they need to just be more responsible or if they never got the education or the guidance. And it, I look back because, you know, both of us kind of grew up without our fathers. And uh, I think that might have something to do with it. But you can only blame it on your parents for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I think it's your support system. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to your support system. Well, you I, know? I think that it also comes down to mindset. Um, and if you can see yourself being something other than that. A lot of that, it's like that victor, victim kind of... Mentality. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of, I think Phil saw a lot of what he didn't want and said, okay, I'm going this way. Um, and that was always the mindset. Not that that was like horrible, but he just wanted different. And I think it's just making that decision and not looking back, not, look, not looking for an excuse. We can all find an excuse to not get up in the morning. Yeah. We can all find an excuse to... First, something didn't work out or go your way. Or you can kind of take whatever that is and just, we're going to do it. Whatever it takes, we're going to do it and we're going to find a way. Um, so when we had our daughter in high school and we, it took a, there was a lot of conversations, but we just said, you know what? We're going to, we're going to do it. We're going to give this kid the best possible life we can. No one believed in us. No one thought it would happen. Everyone was like, Phil was literally in juvie. And they're like, I was locked up. Yeah, they're like, Bobby. Locked up. They won't let me <laughs> out. What are you doing? You're 17 years old. The boyfriend's in jail. Like, there's no way this is going to work. Like, come on. So we just kind of made that decision that, that we were going to work towards that. And it was a lot of, it was really hard. It, I mean, it's been hard. It's, it's never easy. There was a lot of really, really hard times. But we, we never gave up. We always knew kind of where we wanted to be and which direction we were going yeah. in. And, yeah, so I, I heard this quote the other day when I was listening to this uh, this motivational thing on YouTube, right? And uh, it hit me because it it made a lot of sense. For me, I've known this, but I look at um, some of our agents and people that we know, people who are trying to teach and inspire and educate, you know, to do better. And uh, it hit me, and I shared it with our group the other day. And I was thinking about it, and right now you reminded me of that because what you're saying is exactly what it says. And the quote goes something like this. I don't want to butcher it. It's... Uh, the universe responds to those who refuse to be denied. And I'm like, that's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, like what you said is, is a perfect example. Like, 
you know, you were in jail or whatever, whatever you're doing, you know, you had a baby, you're a teenage mother and, uh, everyone was like, you're not going to make it. Right. Yeah. But no, I'd be dogs a lot. And yeah. That's what I talk about. I mean, there's many people, many people that, thought you know, we would fail. And don't you love that? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I love it. Well, I love it. No, love it's, it. it is. I got so many of those. I love that too. And yeah. it, like, I love people that look at me in this light because then I'm like, Oh, I am doing something. Someone's saying something. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. They're and talking they, about and you. They want to come work right. for you after. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. listen, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you it's, and, and again, it started from, you know, back then, but I look at it now and I, again, I said, I beat the odds. Yep. So for me, it's when you ask that question, it's about having a roadmap. Yeah. If you don't have a roadmap, you don't know where you're going. Yeah, you're and so trajectory. that's it. And I look at dudes who, I mean, my brother's the perfect example. My brother, John, you know, yeah. in and out, getting locked up. That dude has more skilled uh, attributes about business and, and work ethic. That dude will outwork 90% of the people I've ever worked with. Yeah. He's, he's, he's dialed. He's very passionate about that. But unfortunately, like you said, his roadmap doesn't, it's not, he doesn't have it dialed. Yeah. He doesn't have a roadmap. He has a, a day by day. And so I think people think it's harder than what it is. I mean, it's not hard to, it's not hard to make money. It's hard. It's hard for people to think big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that was our problem is we always thought, you know, on the low totem pole, yeah. think of a higher spectrum, like, dude, surround yourself with people, do business things with big people. It's easy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's easy What's the difference of you making $10 million and someone else making $10 million? Yeah. The difference is they think they can make it. You don't. Yep. Yeah. You have the same 24 hours in the day as everyone else does. And that's all it comes down to. Yeah. Yes. Having that mindset. Uh, yeah. So I think, you know, for the first part, no one has a roadmap. They just, man, I want to be successful. You know how hard it is to, to start a podcast. You looked oh, at took people. Years. Took yeah, years. Yeah, you've been doing it for a long time. Long and then the day is you didn't know jack shit even nope. two years ago. Yep. You're starting to put this together. Now you're looking back, you're like, dang. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. You, you I, thought you were going to yeah. start the first podcast and then you're going to have a million viewers. No. Yep. Yeah. And and so I'm saying by the time you get there, this looks like all easy. It's not easy. Yeah. You had a roadmap. You got there. So um, I think, yeah, I think that's the thing is, you know, we had a vision and then we went to execute it. People forget to execute it. Yep. Like, you know, that's like me with working out. Like I'm stuck <laughs> in this rut. But I know what I need to get there, but you just need to execute. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's uh that's part of the job. So Well that right there, right where you said that, that's a perfect example of the bet I made with one of the agents on the team actually a few days ago. We made a bet that we would hold each other accountable, that we'd make sure to call each other for this whole week, Monday through Friday. We'd make sure to call because yeah, we, we 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 go to the gym at six in the morning, so I'm up at five thirty, gym six. So we we made a bet. Hey. We got to make sure to hold each other accountable because I'm used to working out in the nighttime, but I like, I want to work out in the morning. So I made that shift, mm-hmm. right? You know, you, you make that shift, you commit to it. Like I'm going to do it. So anyway, long story short, we held each other accountable. We made a hundred dollar bet a day to hold each other accountable to be up at 6 a.m. Monday morning, he texted you know, me, me right, right on time. Hey, I'm awake. I'm going to the gym. Perfect. Come Tuesday, text him at six, nothing. Oh, no. 6'10", nothing. That didn't last. 6'20", <laughs> nothing. I'm going for my run. I'm like, hey. I call him. I'm like, hey, where the hell are you at? He's like, oh, bro, I just woke up. I'm like, I don't care. You owe me 100 bucks. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> Not another day. Wednesday comes around. Morning, same thing. 6 a.m., nothing. Oh. And I'm like, perfect. I made 200 bucks in two days, and I didn't even do anything. But, you know, when it comes down to the money, am I going to take it? Yes, I will. 
And the only reason why I'm going to take <laughs> teach it him is a lesson, man. teach yeah. him a lesson. Accountability. Uh, yeah. But, so my question on that is, how amazing do you feel? Because you did what you said you were going to do. Yep. Oh, I feel that, damn good. There's no amount of money that can bring that like good feeling yeah. to yep. you. For me, oh. it was like, I am not going to let this young kid wake up in the morning, show me up, go to the gym, come to the office before me. Hell no. Yeah. But really had nothing to do with him. Uh-huh. All you. All me. And all you showing yourself what you can do if you just make the decision to do it. Yep. Just commit to something and do it. So do it. And that's with everyone. A lot of people play victim, right? She said victor or victim. And a lot of people are victims. Uh, I have more excuses than anyone to say why I shouldn't be successful. Or I should be on, you know what I mean, in jail or in prison. And at the end of the day, it's like, if you're going to give yourself an excuse, like, we all have excuses. Yeah. Don't play victim. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's it. It's like too many people get caught up in that. Like, hey, uh, I don't speak the language, or I'm not tall enough, or I might, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I yeah. don't drive in Lambo. I don't drive. <laughs> I'm not skinny. I don't have gray hair. I don't got, I can't wear a suit. Yeah, you got white teeth? I don't, I don't got teeth. I'm missing one on the side. I can't fit this. My car broke vi- down. You Your car broke down? Good. Jump on the bus. Exactly. I was taking the bus in second grade. I could yeah. get anywhere on the bus. Yo, I was taking the bus. I swear I was like five years old in Vegas. Yeah. The cat transport system, the transit <laughs> system. I, I knew all those routes. Like five years yeah. old. It was me and my brother, five and seven, just all over it's Vegas. True. You know what I mean? That's what gave you gray hair. You were so damn stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> <at that laughs> really yep. That's five what, years that's old. Five years old. Stressed <laughs> out as hell. Uh, that's probably what, what is a wig. Oh. Who, who, who told me that? I think it was Daniel's girlfriend. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. She <laughs> 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 Fucking wig. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. Yeah, I got good hair. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, going back to what you said, you said it a minute ago, and and I said it multiple times today, and it was commit to your commitments. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've heard that before. I think it was Les Brown that said that, but I've heard that, and and people will make a commitment and they won't commit to it, and it's usually because there's not a uh, there's not a, a consequence, you know. And then when you come back to actually holding them to, hey, you owe me a hundred bucks, you know, and I need that money today, um, there's the consequence. And, and I feel like there's way too many people who are coddled, way too many people who are coddled. And, and you know, I, I hear that uh, that book, uh, Can't Hurt Me, by uh, David Goggins. You guys know David Goggins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and he talks about that. Like, <clears throat> and, and even if you're someone who, and it might not be your fault, you know, your mom might have taken care of your whole life. It is what it is. But I had this mentality back in the day when, you know, because we, we grew up without a lot of money. And, you know, I remember sometimes we were sleeping in sheds or garages and stuff like that. And uh, I was a kid, and I didn't mind. I didn't know it was anything. You don't know different. No, yeah. I, didn't know different. I didn't give a damn, right? But I remember as I got older, I was like, man, I really want to change my my routine. And I feel like if I remove some comforts that I have right now, I feel like it might make me want it more. And so I actually started sleeping on the floor intentionally, right, Instead yeah. on my bed. I fucking hated it. So I got up earlier because I didn't want to be there. Right. And actually made me it it made me stronger. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's too many people who have that comfort, regardless if they're going to work hard or not. They're going to go home to a hot pot plate. They're going to get their mommy and daddy to get tucked in at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that is such a fucking weakness. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's such a weakness. And I tell people all the time, like and he says it, too, is you have to callous your fucking mindset. Like you have to you have to you have to. and, And again, if it's might not be your fault because your parents have given all this to you. But if you're somebody who doesn't have any trajectory, if you don't have any goals, you know what I mean? Because you're, 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 you're coddled or your mom takes care of your daddy takes care of you. Like you have to make that change. Yeah. Otherwise when they're gone, 
who the fuck's going to take care of you? That's true. You know what I mean? That's so funny because our parenting style is very different. Not like very different than anyone else. We have, we're on, we're on the same page on that one. Um, But I think it's really hard because when you're in a position where you can give your kids whatever it is they want, um, it's tough because you don't want that. You don't want them to be like, oh, mom will write the check or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so it's, it's, you want to find that balance. I find if I can do something out of inspiration, I'm excited. I'm excited to get up and and talk to this client. I'm excited to go stage this house. I'm excited to go for the run, whatever it is, because I'm inspired and I let that take me instead of like punishing myself and saying, you have to get up and go for a walk. No, I'm inspired because today when I go for my walk, I might see a cool house or I might meet somebody, whatever it is. So I, with our kids, I really like if they're inspired by anything, I like push them to like see what that's about. Our yeah, daughter sure. our daughter got up and moved to Hawaii and we did write the check on that one. But she was inspired. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> hold on. She was inspired. Make sure you you she, I, yeah, clarify. Because you are writing the check. We, I we did write the check. But my my <laughs> point is she was inspired to go out there and see something different in the world. Yeah, that's cool. And see what maybe she would want to do after college. But isn't she really doing good in what amazing. she puts her mind to? I mean, this Absolutely. girl is like, I mean. Yeah, she'll been, be 21 next week, and she's. She's amazing. She's made some pretty good achievements. All of our kids are awesome. Yeah. They're great. I, I yeah. don't know how they well, came from us. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Al. No, from her. Yeah, but my point is, is what you're saying to see what you don't want or, or get yourself out of a situation because of the consequences. I also think that you can also be inspired by something to grow or start the class take the whatever start the business make the instagram whatever it is just be inspired and put yourself out there and and there's always a risk but that's how we learn the best and it might not it's probably not going to work out and in fact hopefully it doesn't work out because then you learn yeah and that one thing that does out out of the 99 things that you try um it'll be because you learn all of the hard things ever. Yep. All, those are 99 other times. <clears throat> yeah, I won't do something. I won't do anything if there's no risk involved. I, yeah. For some reason, I have to have Bro, risk. I'm high risk, everything. Yeah, I have to, I have you got to risk it for the biscuit. Very. Yeah, yep, yep, hey. I have, I'm the same way. Yep. I feel like every everything we do is just high, high risk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, all, it's, 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 all it's, one, it's that mentality, though. Like, if I quit right now, I fail everything. So it's that mentality. Of, that's why you're that's, here. That's you it. cut yeah. everything off. Like, no failure is not an option. Yeah. It's oh. like I will be dead yeah. before I fail. I will not give up. Like you well, have, people you people are afraid to fail. People yeah. are people, people are. don't want to get involved because they don't want to fail. Oh. Had a dude tell me one day, he was like, Yo, I want to get involved, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I don't want to lose no money. <laughs> I said, That's your first problem. Yeah. First problem is you're scared to lose money. Second part, you said something to me that I would never business go in business with you. Yeah. Like you're afraid to take a risk. Because you would have said, oh, I'm willing to lose it all if we can't do it. You know what I mean? That's nope. you, you the mentality. It. No no one wants to be like, yo, I want the highest reward and no risk. You know, I'll tell you, though, I'll tell yeah. you this one thing. The deals that I've done where I, I lost the most money, I learned the most. most. For sure. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate the most. You know why? We rock, You know, who, go watch this podcast. I'll send it to you uh, with Pitbull. Oh, Pitbull's he, the best. Pitbull is he's lights good. out. Yeah, he said, good. there's no losing, just learning. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Dude, he's it's, such a good yeah, speaker too. I've so watched good. him twice. I think it was in California for, for for the Tony Robbins event. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. It was that's on that, that podcast. podcast. 
Dude, he's lights out. He has so many good one-liners. Yeah, he like, does. He so good. Yeah. That's how I got her. I had a lot of one-liners. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. One-liners. Take your shot. Now I got a hundred. Yeah, I have more than one line now. <laughs> I have five bank accounts. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But going back to what, what Bobby, what you were talking about, I have to. Yeah. I have to do this. I had somebody, and this actually just dawned on me right now, is I had a mentor of mine tell me, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, is I get to yeah. change it to... I have yep. to wake up yep. in the morning to, I get to, yeah. I get one more day on this earth to be able to live my life and help those around me. I get to yeah. change that, that though, yeah. just, just that shift yeah. right there. I've had so many conversations with myself when I'm like, okay, I could go into this situation thinking, shit, this is going to suck. I am get my ass kicked. Like this is, this is hard. Or, and I tell myself, Bobby, no, you get to be involved in this experience where you're helping people transition from this little condo to this amazing house. Yep. You get to be a part of this experience and they're trusting you. They believe in you. So it's like, you have to kind of pep your pep talk yourself and say, I'm going to go into this being super grateful. What a privilege. What a privilege. What a privilege. Wow. Because if you don't, if you go into it, like, I don't want to be here. I, these people are annoying. They don't, they're never happy. Whatever yep. it is, you're going to get that. Oh yeah, you're, you're going to get miserable. that. And they can feel it and they can yeah. sense it as well. And 100%. It, it's just not going to be a pleasant experience for yeah. anybody. Yeah. I, 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 every single morning I'm up there like <coughs> doing my meditation thing, getting my energy right. And just, again, just what oh. you appreciate, appreciate. So I really go into things with gratitude as much as possible. You we know, I didn't realize how important that was until about seven years ago, you know, the whole meditation thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, now, now that I do, I know how important it is. Like, I Every do it day. constantly. Yeah. I do it when I'm in my office. I mm -hmm. do it standing in line at the grocery store. Yeah. I'll just sit there and, and sometimes I'll balance on one foot and people are like, what the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> yeah. But I'll just put the, put the weight on one foot, you know? But, but, but no, I find that to be so vital it's when, so it, when it comes to doing what we do because, you know, entrepreneurs, we operate at such a high level of stress. I don't think people understand. Right. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. fucking high. Yeah. And, and, and they think they understand they don't, you know what I mean? And the, and I have some friends, well, I don't really have too many friends who aren't entrepreneurs, but the ones that I do, I've had conversations with, and we'll go back to the, the whole taking risks. I've had those same conversations where they want to jump into business with me. And then I hear the way they look at risk and I'm like, oh my God, you would destroy the business from your fear. We would be stuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we'd be stuck at step one. We would not be able to move forward. Yeah. No, there's, you know? I mean, there was a time we had six houses in two weeks. And people were like, what are you doing? I said, bro, I need a challenge. Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> this yeah. is what I'm doing. Don't worry. And that's one thing with the whole, like, spiritual part of it. Um, we just know what's going to work out. It's just going to work out. It might be a shit show in the between, but it's going to work out. And it, it always does. It always does. It always, it does. always works it does. out. And yeah. so that's where like you get into the meditation stuff. I, you know, you just kind of tell yourself like, this is fine. Everything's okay. Yeah. I'm okay. We're okay. Everything's going to yeah, work out. Here's some wise words for, for everyone is like, get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. you're not going to, you know, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's no different. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't have one without the other. No. You know, and I, and I tell Alan that all the time. Like, like we talk about this. You know, Alan's one of the best real estate agents in Utah. He's got the awards to prove it. And, and you know, I've done a ton of businesses in my life. I've had multiple failures in my life, which I learned from. And it's made me who I am today, which is extremely aggressive right. when it comes to business and extremely aggressive when it comes to growing a company. And, uh, you know, I'm used to these enormous levels of stress. Yeah. I'm, an, I'm used to these enormous 
uh, uh, this overhead, monthly overhead, right? Paying employees, stuff like that. And Alan's never been exposed to that until he worked with me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm introducing Alan to a new level of stress. And we've had these conversations in the past where I'm like, he's like, dude, this is stressful. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> but here's the difference. I'm smiling when, when, I, when I say it and I mean it because I look at stress differently than a lot of people. I look at the amount of stress that uh, a business person will have versus someone who's not hasn't really been in a business before. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look at it like a good thing. And, and the reason why is because you can't take a hamburger cook, like we went to the whole McDonald's reference, you can't take a hamburger cook and put them in the CEO position the next day. They will blow their brains out because of the amount of stress they're not sure. used to. <clears throat> so there's levels to this shit. And mm-hmm. you have to callous your mind with these levels of stress. Yeah. And, and because I've been through it in the past and I've had those days where I'm, I have a mental breakdown, right? <clears throat> I've had them before. And they're fucking crazy. But, but, and I, you've had them before. You know, you shared, you shared, you shared a panic attack experience. Oh man, that's, yeah. Yeah, you know what <laughs> it's It's a whole like. different level. It just adds up and eventually you're like, oh my God, am I having a heart attack? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh bro, I'm like, <laughs> 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 like <laughs> don't know what to do. Checking yeah. your pulse. <laughs> no, but, no, but it's, it's true. <laughs> People don't understand that level of stress. No. And yeah. once you get to that level, it's the only way for you to get to the, the next one, mm-hmm. to the next one. You have to learn and you have to learn to accept it and be okay with it. And, and, and I mean, I've done it and, and I fucking love it. And it's addicting when you get there. And when yeah. you don't, when you don't have that stress, you're like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Oh. Something you know, is going that's on. Me. You're talking about Phil. Yeah. You're talking about He, he, he gets himself in these situations that are so unnecessary, but he <laughs> thrives. I love and it. I'm like, yeah. how are you do like, Aren't you freaking out? What's happening? You know, and he he's really good under pressure. He he handles the stress well, and it's what pushes him to keep. Yeah. Going. I'm like Kobe in the fourth no. quarter. Yeah, no. give me the ball. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm great but, under pressure. But Alan yeah. knows this. You know, we go back and forth. You know, and people see the car, and then they see the the business, and they see the posting and the party and all this good stuff and the growth, and they see it. They can actually see it, right? And yeah. Alan and I, we don't have any debt. This is all operational cash. We're using it from from the business. You know. And, and that's what I love about our company is that the agents can see where the money is going. It's not going to Lambo. The money is going into the marketing. The money is going into the branding. It's going into the agents. It's going into right. them, right? It's going into their environment. And, and, and we do that, and we're not making a ton of cash right now. Everything we get, we're pushing it back. And, and, and it's strategic right now to get us ahead of all these other companies and yeah. teams that are out there. I think you guys have done such a great job on that. I know, I mean, there's a lot of people that have a yeah. lot of opinions. That really doesn't matter. Um, but I do think you guys have been so good about – thinking outside the box. I think a lot of people are want to do something or have this great they don't have idea. The fucking balls. But they don't do yeah. it. Being real. They, True. Don't, they, they don't, don't have do the nuts. it. And, they don't and have the nuts. I'm I've been inspired to I think you told me like you got to get on the camera. I, like no one wants to turn their camera on and talk yeah. to it. No yep. no one's good yeah, it at takes, it. It takes balls. Yes, it's it does. so hard, but yeah. I think that you make it look easy. You, hey, you well the thing is you, you you get better and better over time. You like do. you know, going yeah. on to the early podcast as well. Was I uncomfortable? Yeah, it was some. Yeah. It was a new challenge yeah. for me where I didn't feel comfortable. I'm like, I what, couldn't tell. What, what did I do? What, what do I look? What at? did I do? I don't let people say no. I yeah. I force them into it. Yeah, right? it's true. And 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 that's why I love this relationship because Alan challenges me to be better. I challenge him to be better. If there's a weakness that I need to work on, he'll coach me on it. If there's yeah. a weakness he's work work on, that's I'll great. coach him on it. You know, we just started doing the, the Fox 13 stuff, which is is brand new for us, and we're only we only got a three minute segment. And we're trying to add a ton of value in this three minutes. Yeah. But what, what I didn't realize I should have is that I have years of experience behind the camera. And this is training that I 
did to myself, I would sit in the back of my school till two, three in the morning after painting, after doing what I was doing and record myself teaching a class. I would literally stand on my stage and I would take magazine covers of people and I would tape them to the chairs and I would talk. Oh my gosh. Right? I, I put the work in, right? Yeah. I remember that whole thing, dude. And I, <laughs> you didn't ever take me for that person. Uh, or I didn't take you for that person yeah. of being scared to yeah. talk in front of people. And when you told me that, I was like, when you hired the whole coaching and all this and I'm like, Fernando, but but that's why. No, I yeah. know, and, and you tell me work. this, but you you did the behind the scenes that no one saw. Yeah, yeah. no one, and, and I'm laughing to myself because I know what you were doing yeah. behind it, and yep. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I'm laughing, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah, bro, and so and so we start filming for for the segment, three minute segment took three days to do. Yeah, <laughs> five thousand clips it. later, yeah. right? And and, the, and <laughs> I got I got a clip. It's so hilarious, right? And I'll show you guys after, but but but. I'm like, oh my God, like these guys haven't done this yet. Yeah. And, and I have to do my part and coach them on this and show them how to do it yeah. because it, it's different when the camera turns on. And it's not in this style because right now we're just talking and having a conversation. Right. But when, when you're filming for a segment, you're talking to the camera, you're talking to the audience, but you don't see the audience. Yeah. And it's, it's different when you're like, what the, I'm talking to this camera and no, no <laughs> yeah. one's there. Yeah. But in reality, there's a lot of people. No, I'll there. give it yeah. to them. Those, in, those influencers, they're good. Oh, yeah. they're so good. Because I tried doing like, oh, that, that, five takes. I'm like, man, I got to go. Yeah. He gets so mad. Even like to take a picture and be like, okay, we're going to record yeah, like, this. No. He, it's like one and done. So it's no. raw. It's real. Like he doesn't. I don't play games. I don't, don't filters. I don't do that. So all <laughs> you yeah. fake ass Instagram people doing your filters and that. I don't do that. I do filters. I'm just saying, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. My daughter's like, you need to start editing your pictures. I'm like, no, man, this is me. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. Hey, you yeah. know what, though? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, I think, people let that get in the way, right? Mm -hmm. that, oh, I don't want to do that yet because I got to lose 10 pounds. Yeah. I don't want to do that yet because I got to. I said uh, it. Hey, yo, I said it. But I, I, that was a joke. I know it was a joke. <laughs> no, I already I know care. you like that. I know yeah. you don't give a damn. Yeah, I don't give a yeah. shit. This guy comes to do a class at. The other office wearing like an old ass Cardhart uniform. Oh, oh yeah, full of shit. He don't give a <laughs> damn, right? Yeah. He, he don't care. care. So I knew you. Yeah. People but, are like, you need but, to start getting serious. Take people taking you serious. I'm like, no, but hey, people love it. People respect you. Need to get you. out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> show me, show me your bank account. Yeah. But, you <laughs> are, you, but you are you at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like she said, whether you're a billionaire or in a, someone new off the street. Yeah. The same, so. yep. You know, but but the reason why, you know, I brought that up about these guys, you know, because they're putting themselves out there and it does take balls. Yeah. And I don't know who you're talking about when you say people have opinions. I don't care. Doesn't and matter. guess what? Yeah. I love it. You know why? Because they're thinking of me. Yeah. And here's a funny thing. I've only been in real estate for 23 months. Look at my license. 23 months. Look at what I've done in 23 months. Yeah. Right. Because I got the balls and because I'll take the risk. You made yeah. the decision and you're like, I'm just going to do it. Why not? Yep. And if anything at all comes out of our whatever we have, our vlog or Instagram, whatever that ends up being, um, even this, I just want people to be inspired. Like I said, sign up True. for the class. Start the YouTube channel. Yeah. Whatever it is, just start. Just yeah. put yourself out there and start because I don't think we really understand what we're capable of until we really get into those situations where it's like, what True. do you call it? Like liver i don't know there's a word you call it something but what do you mean? swim sink or swim sink or swim yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. really show yourself who sink you are swim. and what yeah, you can do what you're capable of yeah and then it's it's one step at a time no you're not going to have a million subscribers tomorrow that's not going to happen mm -hmm. you might never get to a million subscribers but start it might just be that one person that you influence 
Exactly. And that's what we always say. You're one conversation away from a million dollar well, deal. Honestly, yeah. and yeah. that's the beauty about, you know, I love what, what we're doing. I feel like people are reaching out more and more and more every day. Like I had another guy reach out and say, hey, man, I seen your stuff. You really inspired me. Yes. He's like, you know, we, we came from the same country. You came here from nothing. Yes. Talked to a guy last week. I think it was at Atlanta or Michigan, I think it was. He's like, man, I, hey, I seen a lot, heard a lot about you, all this stuff too. Me and you come from the same country, et cetera. I'm having that happen more and more. I and seen more your often. car. Are you hiring? Yeah, I want to <laughs> no, work we're you. not. Well, I do think people have unless you're a shark. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying everyone wants what they can't have, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Until they hear about what, what, what they say, they say yeah, everyone wants to be a boss till it's time to do boss shit. Yeah. It's so true. And yeah, and people don't understand. Oh, no, bro, I wish someone could really. hang out with me for a week. Oh, I wish. Please wear my shoes for. Yeah. Please wear my shoes. Yeah. I, yeah. I would take any veteran agent out there. Come and wear my shoes. For a day, right? I'm not talking about selling houses. I'm talking about doing what I do, oh, yeah. for sure. right? And and I'm, I'm telling you, houses, 99% like. 99% of them cannot it's do it. Different to, to run a business and a company. Yeah, yeah also, those are at, two at, different things. Yeah, they're completely sure. different. When it comes down to real estate, that was easy for me. I mm-hmm. killed it year over year over year. This is a new challenge when it comes down to building mm-hmm. a company, mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Alan's had plenty of panic attacks. <laughs> oh, I've had, I've had a shit ton. Where I'm like, what Yeah, wait till that baby doing? comes. We used to go and film. <laughs> we used to go and film properties. And it's funny you guys talk about YouTube thing because I, I didn't know too much about it. And I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to put a little video out there, right? I did four videos. I did four videos. Um, on the fourth video, uh, the algorithm like favored my channel. And I got like, I was getting 50,000 views uh a day mm-hmm. and i was like whoa and then i got monetized eventually i'm still making money on the channel i got 17 videos on there i'm still getting paid from it, it pays for my, my my car my mercedes i told alan that yeah i'm gonna do a youtube channel i'm gonna buy myself a car with a youtube channel and uh it pays for the mercedes which is pretty funny right that's funny but uh <laughs> but 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 i thought it was gonna be easy the second time around and so i'm like let's do the youtube podcast studio and let's yeah. do a podcast and let's see and i'll do the same thing that i did high quality video good quality audio long format where they can put ads and uh we'll be consistent and then they'll favor us they didn't favor us we haven't gotten that yet right and i'm like shit it's not as easy as i thought no you know what and i mean and i think it puts you back into why am i doing this yeah what are we doing this yeah. for and then that's when you get into the intention well we want to inspire people we want to network we want to hook up these people with these people and and grow we want everyone to level up yeah. really and that is really the goal whether they have opinions or not everyone deserves to level up everyone yeah. deserves whatever it is that they want in their yeah. life. Um, one thing I did want to say, though, is I think that the everyone in this room does something that for other people it looks easy. Yeah. Phil does a lot of stuff, and people think it's so easy mm-hmm. because he makes it look that way. It's not. But he put in the work to figure it out. Exactly. And I, I'm just a mom. I'm like, that's how I started. That's what I am. That's part of my identity. But I think you have to put yourself out there and say, I think I can actually do more. And there's nothing special about any of us. No, there's something special. Especially about Phil. Yeah, special. But we just made a decision that we wanted more. And to to think outside the box and stop caring what people are thinking. And all of these things, it's like, we're just people. We're just figuring it out. We don't have all the answers, but we're trying. And that's yeah. really the difference. Effort, baby. Put the 100% a little bit of, put a little bit of effort. Yep. That's what it is. I'm so happy you guys came came out today. You know, um, I'm, I, I hope people took some some lessons and stuff from you guys' story and what you guys are doing right now. I mean, you guys are doing some big deals. I know you mentioned a minute ago that, and I've heard you say this, that you're one conversation away from a million-dollar deal, and you've actually done that, yep. right? And you guys shared that. I'm like... 
damn, yeah. <laughs> I got to start talking to more people, yeah. you know, true. but, but it's true. And, and, and I hope somebody, uh, you know, people out there learn something from this and that um, you guys start offering the, you, you guys are going to be doing like a university type of program. Aren't we're, you guys? I mean, we're still creating it. Like I yeah. said, the, the estate project is the umbrella, but we, we will start diving into more of that yeah. sooner. Yeah. Cause you guys are doing the filming right now and you're getting your name out there and yep. hopefully this can help. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely chop some clips up for you guys to to help you guys out. And we got to go get some some dinner again. That was cool. a good. That was, that was a good place. Carmine's fire. What was it called? Carmine's. Carmine's. That place is pretty damn. I got good. a better spot for us. Let's go. Let's plan on going here in the next it, couple it weeks. It took a little too long though. I'm not gonna lie. I, to you. Yeah, that. Yeah, was it was only two and a half hours later. Oh, that waitress <laughs> hated Philly. And oh, then we remember that comment I made. Oh, she was pissed. That was hilarious. We're gonna go there again, and I want that waitress again because that food was good. That yeah, food for sure, let's good. do it, man. It's good. Thanks for having us on again. Yeah, yeah. But let's guys. give you guys a plug right now. So it's uh, Instagram at the Estate Project, at the Estate dot Project. Okay. And then mine's at the Estate dot Agent, or you can find Phil Garcia or Bobby Garcia. But yeah, yeah. Phil the Flipper coming soon, baby. No. You guys have a website yet for for, for the no? Uh, no? Just, okay. we're just, we're just like, Instagram. We're just riding it like Instagram. it's gonna work yeah. out the way it does. Yeah. We don't have. We don't even like have time to. Check our email, let alone yeah. build a website. So yeah. we're busy, but it'll it's it's happening. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. You guys are doing amazing. Let's definitely grab some dinner. Alan, thanks for being here. Of course. Uh thank you guys for watching. Tune in next week and uh, we'll see you later. Later. <laughs>